Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of an audiobiographical meditation. I'm your host, Richard. And yes, I'm in my car. And I, I noticed something coming into my car today. So I have a Honda Civic. And I've been noticing this for a while. When I get in my car, I can kind of shake my whole car. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to flex on you all, but I get in and my whole car shakes. And then I could hear I can hear water or like a fluid or a liquid in the back of my car kind of, you know, swishing around. So I was a little thrown off by that thinking that is there water trapped in my car? And then I realized, okay, Richard, it's probably just your gas, right? It's probably just your gas. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know much about cars. But I'm pretty sure your gas is near the back of your car. Because that's where you fill it up. So, I was a little bit worried there. Like, it's... Because when I had... When I had a... My first, or not my first car, but I had a Ford Escape. And there used to be something wrong with the door. So when it rained, and it's been raining here in Texas like it's fucking hurricane season or something. And whenever it would rain, there would get, there would get, um, water would get trapped in my in my freaking door, my passenger and driver door. So then it would drain out over time. But that was a big issue I had. So now I'm kind of thinking, wait, is there water getting trapped in my doors or something? What's going on here? But no, I think it's just gas. Anyways, we got a good episode today. I'm pretty excited to talk about this. We're going to start with the childhood story about my old house and how it almost got broken into. Then we're going to give you another life update. I, I I like doing these life updates, just give you guys a general overview of how I'm feeling, what's going on, am I hitting my goals, and so on. And then we're going to talk about doing a job to your best ability and the value that that brings. So first with the childhood story. <clears throat> I just got done eating. I was eating some cookie dough ice cream. Some chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. And I'm I'm full. Like I'm I'm so full. I it's hard to sit in my car right now without the hair on. <laughs> uh, wow, Richard. I'm gonna crack a window here. It's starting to rain outside. So I just got done eating dinner and I had some chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. <laughs> I find myself whenever I have that type of ice cream, I always just pick out the cookie dough. I mean, it's the best part, right? And we're not, I'm not, I'm not wrong. I know that I'm, I am certain cookie dough is the best part of that. I feel like I'm out of breath because <laughs> I'm so full. Uh, yeah, this childhood story. Let's go. 
Okay, back in 2000, early 2000s, it was just a regular summer night. I remember it because I was having issues with what shorts to wear to bed. And my sister was off to bed, and I was sitting in my room, indecisive. It was between a blue pair of shorts and an orange pair of shorts. And I think I ended up going with the orange pair, but right when I was putting on my orange shorts, we had a dog, a border collie, a smaller border collie. Love her. Rest in peace. She started barking downstairs. And for her to bark at night is very odd. And she was going ballistic. Like, she was barking to a point where it seemed like she was attacking someone. And... I ran into my sister's room and I remember telling her, I'm like, Brittany, wake up. Someone's trying to break in the house. And thinking back, I we might have like over exaggerated a little bit at the time. But she got up, she flew and we ran to the other side of the house to my parents room. And that run down the hallway to my parents' room was the scariest thing because we have a stairwell and then it's the downstairs. So the, our parents' room was like the, the safe, the safe point. And we got there. My dad went downstairs and my mom followed behind him. We locked ourselves in the bedroom my dad ends up searching outside. I run back to my room and I'm looking out the windows. I'm like, is there anything going on? And we did have, we did have a sketchy next door neighbor. Not like it was the, we had a sketchy. How do I describe it? Our next door neighbors were fine, but they had a, a son that was sketchy. He would always come to their house and then go straight to the shed. We never knew what he was grabbing from the shed, but it was, it was always just like very odd. And he was very, it was really scary when he would come over and just go straight to the shed. I think his name was Victor or something. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I have no idea what that was so long ago. Anyways, my dad searched around the house. Nothing. There was nothing. Uh, we thought maybe it could have been an animal, but then my, and this, my, my parents told me this a couple of years later, but my dog tricks when she was barking at the, whoever it was, whatever it was, she ended up jumping all the way. There was, there was like slobber marks at the top of the door. So we have a small, she was a small border collie, right? And she jumped at least four feet into the air. So what that makes me think is it was a person, right? Why would she jump to a person's height 
it just wouldn't make sense if she, if there was an animal, you know, because most animals are maybe a foot, two feet taller than her, but four feet tall, that's, that's like a five, six foot tall person. It makes the most amount of sense that it was a person that was trying to get into our house. And that freaking, that fucked me up. Uh, I think we, she, I think my parents, I can't remember if our parents told us that like right afterwards or a couple of years later. Either way, I was always scared of someone breaking into our house again. Again, I was, I was 10, I was less than 10 years old at the time. That's, that's a pretty traumatic experience, right? So, kind of glad we got out of that house. It was a weird, it was a weird neighborhood, really weird. Okay, life update. I'll have you guys know. I did end up eating out two times this week. We got, <laughs> I got some Wendy's yesterday and then I got some Chipotle earlier this week. And I haven't had Wendy's in a while. Uh, I should try, I have a lot of allergies, so it's, I like going with places I've been before, but I should try some, since I'm down here in Texas, I should be trying some new spots. So we'll, we'll, we'll slowly work on that, but I'm, I'm still kind of frustrated with putting on weight. My gym sessions last week were fucking crazy in a good way. Like I went off in the gym, straight up beast mode. It was, I am lifting so much fucking weight. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. I really think I'm doing like a lot of fucking work in the gym because my routine now is Monday, Thursdays, I do, I do bench and squats. Okay. And then I do accessory work. Wednesday, Fridays, I do squats or I do deadlifts and rows. And then the accessory work. So I'm basically doing full body four times a week. And my body is, it's pretty, it's not that sore today. No, no, it's, it's really not that bad. But you know what helps with my recovery a lot is I, after every workout, you no, know, even... Every fucking day, this is what I do. At night, I make a protein shake with beetroot powder. Beetroots or beets are great for muscle recovery. And I also have some beets in the morning too. So I have two protein shakes with beets in it. And my body just... I, I very rarely do I get sore now and I'm sore today because I didn't have that shake last night because I had Wendy's and 
I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass for breaking that, but I'll, I'll be good. I go, I go tomorrow, and I'm, I'm really fucking pumped right now. Uh, I'm also, I may not be like putting on crazy amount of weight, but I'm really fucking happy, and that's like that beats putting on weight. I listen as much as I want to hit 200 pounds. I am just so fucking proud of myself for how much work I'm putting in and how consistent I'm being without getting injured. It's knock on wood. Fuck. I'm just super proud of myself right now. And my body looks really fucking good. Like it looks guys, it looks really fucking good. And that's, I haven't been able to say that about my body in so fucking long. So anyone that's anyone that wants to give me shit for loving my body, I've worked so fucking hard for this shit. Like so the amount of hours I dedicate every fucking day. Guys, it's every fucking day. Okay. This is every day. I don't take days off when it comes to my body. No, I haven't had a day off in years with my body it's nutrition it's working out it's just it's every fucking day and i'm not saying i work out every day but my nutrition is every day i don't take off days with my nutrition yeah i'll, I'll eat out right but i'm not having a whole cheat day no i cheat days what the fuck are cheat days no it's called cheap meals. Come on, guys. So, yes, I'm really happy right now. And we're just going to keep that momentum going. I, I'm i going to Chicago in a couple weeks. And I'm really excited about that. Get to see the family, some friends. Hopefully do some modeling stuff. That's, that's the goal. So, and what I'm going to... My plan is when I go back to Chicago, I'm going to do a couple podcast episodes with some friends, some family members. And yeah, I'm listen, I may be going to Chicago, but again, I'm not taking that's that's it's not really a vacation for me. I'm still gonna be working out. I'm probably still gonna be doing modeling jobs. I'm still gonna be doing my nutrition. I'll still be posting content. I'm gonna be recording my podcast. So listen, we're not I am though when I when I first get in I'm going on a camping trip for like 3 days. So I mean listen, I'm not I'm not no Gary V, right? I take vacations. I'm not I'm not that crazy. Um I don't I don't necessarily work that like no. Definitely more more balanced than fucking Gary V, Jesus. Uh, yeah, so, up, let's see if there's any other updates. Um, oh yeah, I, I'm trying to get a sales floor position at, at my store because I'm tired of working in logistics and I know it's going to put me out outside of my comfort zone. So I've been trying to get into that and I, I shouldn't have a problem getting into it. It's just... I don't really know if they'll work with my my schedule, so I'll keep you guys updated on that. But 
that's just something because I have become complacent in my in my work, and I gotta f- find something that you know puts me gets me out of my comfort zone. And sales will definitely be doing that. It, I probably will adapt relatively fast. I know the first month would be d- difficult for me, but after that, I should have no problem. I I love talking to people, and. Working in the back just doesn't really allow me to do that. Okay. Let's talk about the goods. The G-O-O-D-S. The goods of this episode. I have a bunch of notes here. And I really, I really don't know how I'm going to talk about this I I'm a little disappointed in myself because last week I put out that podcast with the 80-20 rule I hope I hope you guys really enjoyed that uh, again if you're enjoying any of my content follow me on Instagram it's Petrie Richard P-E-T-R-Y Richard also subscribe on Apple Podcasts give me a five star review if you're enjoying this I greatly appreciate it it helps the uh, helps the podcast grow and we get more people to listen and yeah the more people that listen the more people we can help out that's the goal just want to see you all become successful have a healthy mindset and and do great things so yeah i really appreciate that but i'm kicking myself in the in the ass for the post that I, or the podcast that I put out because I could have done it better. I had to explain because I kind of got lost in the weeds with my examples that I was doing towards the end of the episode. And I just don't think it went over well. I, I had to describe some stuff in the notes of the podcast, which I don't, I don't want to do that. There should, I should be able to communicate everything effectively enough where you don't need any extra information regarding what I was talking about. So I missed the mark there and I still think it's a quality episode. I just think I could have explained certain aspects better and I'll revisit that episode in, in the future. And hopefully I have some more points. I do have some more points and some more examples to give you. Just better explain myself. So with this episode, I want to talk about something a little bit different than nutrition. We're going to talk about jobs, work, your what you do every day. Uh, maybe you don't do it every day. Maybe you're an independent contractor like I am. Anything that involves a career, we're going to dive into that. And I want to give you guys some good pointers and some good guidelines to follow when it comes to your career. As many of you know, I am a model and actor. I've done a lot of different types of modeling and acting jobs throughout my Throughout the last couple of years, I've 
done private events. I've done catering jobs. I've done fits, fitting jobs. I've done photo shoots. I've done hair videos. I've done just regular video commercial. I've, I've done a lot of different types of jobs. And the thing is, what I'm going to say to you guys applies to every single job. Like I've, I've taken this idea and I've used it in any kind of workplace because you can use it anywhere. And it's given me so much value that I truly believe I am where I am today because of it. And that secret sauce that I'm talking about is doing your job to your best ability, no matter what the job is. You show up to it and you perform better than anyone else, or at least you try to. You do your best. And a lot of people, even I've even done this in photo shoots and short films where I wasn't even getting paid. And that's the thing. You, you don't even need to get paid to do this, right? Any fucking job or any, anything that means something to you. You do it to your best ability and it will transform your life. There's no hidden gem here, right? You show up and you perform at a level that no one else is performing at. And I came to this realization that I've been doing this uh, because the way I look at it is this is kind of common knowledge, right? And... Whenever I do something, I, I always bring this with me. Like, I am going to perform at the highest level possible. Because when you do that, doors will open for you. Uh, because people will take you more seriously. They'll see how professional you are. And they'll want that in the future. People want to be around others that take the job seriously. And we could also get into the topic about energy, but when you come into a, a job and you have that mindset that, okay, I'm coming here and I'm going to do my best and I'm going to try to outwork everyone else. People notice that it, you can't just go into a workplace, have that energy and not give off I'm here to fuck shit up vibes. I'll give you guys a couple examples. When I was going to Columbia in Chicago for school, again, I did a bunch of free, free photo shoots, free, free stuff just to get exposure. And I was doing this photo shoot in this restaurant. There was about eight, nine other people. And it was crazy to me how unprofessional everyone was being there. So, I come into the shoot, right? I come in, I got, I'm wearing the correct stuff, I'm looking the part, and I'm sitting there waiting for instructions. And we finally get everyone at this table. And the, the lady in charge, the photographer, She's setting up the camera, 
And what people start doing is they start setting up their cameras for, I don't know, social media. So the everyone else starts setting up their cameras. And the shoot is taking much longer than it should. The photographer isn't saying anything, but I can I can feel her energy. She's not having it, right? These people are supposed to be the models, right? We're supposed to sit there, follow instruction, do our job, take photos, and go. But now we have a bunch of other people trying to set up their cameras. And I don't know what I, what I was thinking this day, but I was just so done with this. Because I'm, I'm sitting there silently waiting for instructions. Because I came here to do a photo shoot, get some photos, and get that exposure, and leave. Right? It's a simple process. I come in, I do my job, and I'm gone. I'm not here to, to flaunt on social media that I'm doing a photo shoot. I come in here to do a job. So I say to everyone... I'm like, guys, we're wasting her time right now. Can we just take the photos and go? We're being, this is super disrespectful. And I don't remember exactly what I said, but I essentially said that we're wasting her time. And everyone just kind of looked at me and started, I don't know what, again, I don't really remember everything, but it definitely started going smoother after that. And... I shouldn't have had to say anything because that should be common knowledge. You come into a photo shoot, you come into any job, you should come in ready to do the job that you were hired for. She's not having you here so you can take photos too. No, she's the photographer. And I was thinking about this earlier, how how other people don't understand this because one would think it's common knowledge, but or common sense even, but there's a quote, it's, it's super known, common sense isn't so common. And I don't think I need to make an episode like this, but I keep telling myself common sense isn't so common. And I do think a lot of people can value from some of these stories I'm going to tell you and how going into any profession or any career any job with this mindset will 100% transform your future. But going back to where did I develop this mindset? Because not everyone has this mindset. And I, the only, the only, I've always been a very intense person when it comes to doing jobs and uh, sports and not school, <laughs> not not in high school at least, but when it came to sports and doing a job, I've always been a very intense person, and I think I got this mindset from theater, because when I got into theater, or maybe I developed it more in theater, theater, you have to be a very patient person, and if anyone's done theater before, you'll know what I'm going to say, you definitely, you can probably already guess what I'm going to say. When you go into a show or when you go into rehearsals, when you go into rehearsals, there's a lot of sitting around and waiting 
right? But that's the thing. You have to be ready right when they call you. There's no like, okay, let me prep. Let me, let me get into my, into my uh, character here. <laughs> let me do some magic, get into character. No, there's, there's none of that. They call you up and you do your fucking job. And then they call you off and you, you fucking sit there and be quiet. There's, there's very little fucking around. I mean, warmups. Okay. Warmups. There's some fuckery happening in warmups, but that's, that's about it, right? When you're doing rehearsals or you're doing, I gotta close these windows here. you're doing rehearsals you have to be ready at all times because you never know when you're going to get called up to to go and also you'll you'll sometimes be on the stage waiting for your lines to be for your part to come up right so you always have to be ready you always have to be actively actively listening and ready so thinking back on that I was I was like, oh yeah, that I I had to develop an absurd amount of patience and an ability to always be ready and always come into the next scene like I'm I'm I've been doing this already because there's no Sometimes you don't do a scene beforehand, so you have to come in to to the scene with the same amount of energy that you would be coming in from the scene before. So there's there's some of that stuff going on, and yeah. So thinking back, I definitely developed a uh, level of professionalism with that, and it totally transformed me when I went into these other jobs. And guys, I truly believe that I would have never have gotten signed in Chicago or Texas if it wasn't for this. Because when I was doing the modeling competition in Chicago, they saw how I acted. They saw they saw the energy I had, the level of professionalism I had, the the ability to come into each job or each whatever it what's even like the ability to come into the personal training, the ability to come into the runway coaching, the ability to talk to others. I came into each one of those things with my best self. I was putting the best version of myself forward with each one of those. And people notice that shit that doesn't go unnoticed. There was some guy in this, in the modeling competition I was doing, he would, he would come into each part of the competition and he would have food stuck in his teeth. He got kicked out. Guys, he wasn't coming in with the best version of himself in mind. You know when you got food stuck in your teeth. Okay? Bring a toothpick. Clean that shit. Floss it out, right? There's no, there's no reason you should be coming into the photo shoots 
where you have to smile with food stuck in your teeth. That's not going to fly. So yeah, he got, he was in the top seven. He didn't make it to top five because I, I'm, I'm sure it was, they had to do something with that, right? I mean, I noticed it right away. And that affected the energy he portrayed. And so don't go into photo shoots with food stuck in your teeth. That should be the title of this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but yeah, there's so many examples of me putting the best version of myself forward when it comes to the jobs I do and how that has actively changed who I am as a person and where I've gotten in life. And I mean, we could go down this rabbit hole too. You may be thinking, oh, Richard, if you're just going to go into each, each photo shoot and each job and you have to be, you have to have this like good energy, you're kind of faking it, right? Well, at first, yeah, I'm faking that shit. It wasn't easy for me at first going in and trying to have good energy. But over time, I was like, wait a second. This is easy. And I know what a lot of people are thinking. Richard, I'm not that type of person. I don't, I don't have, I'm not like when I do, when I do a job, I'm just, I'm not really in it. It's like, it's just, it's not really my thing. I just don't want to do it sometimes. Okay. Well, guess what? That's not going to get you anywhere in life then. Right? If you have that attitude, you can't have that attitude and expect to do great things in life. I had to fake it at first. Right? I had to fake it at first. Because it wasn't easy for me to go into social situations and be this high-energy, open-minded, happy individual. And that's the best version of myself, what I just said right there. So I had to fake it for a while, but over time it got easier and it, I figured out like, wait a second, this is actually who I am as a person. I just, for some reason, I just couldn't unlock it for a long time. And a lot of my life was a very, not sad, but low energy, uh, didn't, didn't want to do shit like if I look at the jobs I did when I was younger working with my dad oh I fucking hated those jobs I would go in there with the lowest energy not ready to do it I'd half ass it even back in like 2015 I would clean houses and like I would do a good job to a certain extent but I wasn't bringing my best version forward but over time I realized that and theater definitely helped me realize that. And over time I started trying to bring higher energy to the table. And I just saw what it did for my jobs and where it got me and where I could go if I just kept doing this. And over time, it was like a light switch. I woke up one day, I'm like, this is who I am. I'm not faking this anymore. This is really me. And I just think it took me a while to unlock that part of myself. Um, but listen, I still, I have bad days. 
I mean, shit, today I was, I had fucking negative thoughts going in my head. It happens. But that doesn't mean that you can't bring your best version forward. Because we're all going to have rough days. Some days are just going to be like, what the f- I fucking hate this shit. What the fuck is going on? Like, why is this happening? Why is that happening? But you can still... Actually, that's really hard. No, it's it's definitely hard to bring your best version for the best to bring the best version of yourself forward when you're having an off day or a bad day. That's rough. That's fucking hard. There's been times when I've been at work just holding back tears, thinking it's it's easy is not. No, it's it's hard. So I say all this and the goal guys, the goal is to bring the best version of yourself forward with every job you do in life, because that will open doors. And I'm going to end you guys with this story. I was working at this, uh, it was a Gucci event and the CEO of Gucci was actually there. And this was um, last year, maybe a little bit before last year. And what our job as models were, was to pass around food and do coat checks. And I've done these jobs before, so I was kind of used to everything it, it entails. And... I was just doing my thing, right? Doing my job that I'm getting paid for. I saw other models going up to people, going up to these, like, there was a rapper there. Some of the models went up to them and got pictures. And you know what happened? The catering company complained to the agency about those models. Like, this guy, this guy, this guy, they weren't doing their job. They were taking photos. They were not being professional. But then... The catering company also mentioned people who were doing their job and doing it well and being professional. And my name was on the professional list because I go into every fucking job with a level of professionalism to my best ability. Okay. And you know what happens after that? Those people that weren't being professional, they probably won't get hired by that catering company again. But the people who were being professional, that opens up more doors for them in the future. And I can't, I cannot sit here and I can't empathize, I can't empathize, empathize, I can't empathize, 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 empathize that enough, empathize, I can't say that enough, I can't put enough, enough empathize, I can't even say that word, man, empathize, empathize, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind. I can't put enough empath empath empathy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't I can't say okay, I listen, I can't say it enough. Every job you do, put your best foot forward, be the best version of yourself, and your life will change. It's changed it changed my life. And it's still Listen, it's still changing my life. 
I I have way more examples to give you guys, but I I want you know I could go on for a while here, but I think you guys get the point. Pick a job in life and do it to your best ability, and watch what happens. I guarantee it's better than the alternative. One hundred percent guaranteed. It's dark outside now. That was a good episode. I like that. I, I <laughs> felt very intense, but I needed to talk about that. I hope you guys took some solid points away from this episode. I hope it gives you some some things to consider in your life. And I wish you all the best with whatever you're pursuing in life. Uh, whatever you're chasing after, whatever you're you're getting after. You fucking got this. Let's go. Let's get it. 2021, it's just begun. I'm excited to see what the future holds for, for me, for all my listeners out there. Let's keep, let's keep pushing that, that needle forward. I know it was a rough, a rough year last year, but let's keep getting after it here in 2021. And yeah, that's, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. And I will see you next Tuesday. Peace.